As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the, money. follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Welcome in. Here we go. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Huge Wednesday edition of the program coming up, including Rob Stanton, who covers the Seahawks on the NFL draft in 30 minutes from right now. Some pretty significant odds movement last night into today on what they're going to do. Number five, we'll tell you about here in a couple of minutes, Paulie, to uh, get the show started today and recap what took place last night in the playoffs. It did not take Moneyline parlay betters long to turn into Jim Carrey from Dumb and Dumber trying to find their happy place. <laughs> After the Celtics lost the first game on the board last night, and they, that was like the Bucks two nights ago. They completely gave the game away. How does that happen? Yep. Where where was Brogdon late? Where was the automatic double team on Trey Young in the final seven seconds? Make him get rid of the ball like the Warriors did to De'Aaron Fox on Sunday. Uh, these teams cannot hold on to leads all of a sudden. What is going on? That's one of the more shocking losses I can recall. When you're a 14-point favorite, Murray suspended. You're taking on a team that's 500. You're looking to close the series out and you're up 13 with six minutes, and you blow the game. Yeah, it was horrible coaching. I mean, where's Brogdon, and how do you... I mean, there's one guy that, that's hurting you here, and where's the double team? You know, get, get the ball out of his hands. Now, he made an incredible shot at the end, but it just... Uh, when you blow a lead like that, everything has to go wrong. And you go back, and, you know, the numbers... When your team's in that situation, up 3-1 at home to close it out in a double-digit lead, fourth quarter, it's like it's 30-0 and straight up. Well, there's your first loss. Yeah. Marcus Smart, what are you doing? The silly turnovers. How about the foul near half court? With you know, less than I, I two th- minutes. How I dumb actually, was that? I think Marcus Smart gets away with that last year. Yeah, probably. I really do because he was uh, doing yeah. a lot of that and the reputation there that he earned somehow uh, winning Defensive Player of the Year. Yes, I'm still bitter about that. He was getting calls like that last year, but that was silly. Like, that was Terrible. Com- completely unacceptable, uh, uncalled for. I don't. And, and then when they got the ball to Derek White when they trailed. That was, to, to me, was it a foul on Trey Young? It was a clear flop is what it was. So I don't know if the referee, but they just automatically assumed that there was contact. Like, White and Young never even made contact. But it was a flop on Young. They called the foul. He goes at the free throw line, and then Young comes back. And, I mean, from, we called him Logo Trey yesterday. They're calling him Ice Trey last night on the broadcast. And, uh, you know, 10 years ago, uh, old man Mitch would have been yelling, that's a terrible shot! Yeah, kids nowadays, Paulie, well, they're good from 30 feet. I, I don't know how they allow that to happen. I mean, who do you think's getting the ball in that situation? No, it's only him. You're right, and and that's, sure. But it, they just come down to it, just sloppy turnover after turnover. Where you, I mean, I don't know what, the smart pass, Tatum, the same thing? Back-to-back turnovers? Very bad. But, I mean, everything has to go wrong when you're up 13. You're much much the best. Not even close when you compare the teams. And you're up 13 with, for six minutes, with six minutes, and you lose... It's one thing to lose that game, but it's even more egregious because now the big winner 
is the Embiid and the Sixers. That's that, that was so imperative that you won that game because there was a good chance because the series was going to start Saturday. There was an excellent chance Embiid was missing game one, if not game two. And you gave them th- two, three days two, of three extra days, rest yes. now. That's exactly so what bad. you did by so blowing bad. that game. They, they played with their food. That's been the line by Doc, and Booker said it last night as well. But they played with their food. They messed around, and they found out. That's an embarrassing loss. Hawks are 12-1 to to come back and win the series. Yep. Celtics are laying five and a half points in game six on the road in Atlanta. Yeah. Well, you gave them life. Now we got the, they double booked the arena with Janet Jackson. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Is so this... now you have people, these gals are going to show up to the arena expecting Janet Jackson Thursday, and they're going to, it's going to be a Hawks playoff game. I mean, what happened? I didn't get the memo. Mm. What do they have to do to the concert? <laughs> and I move it the next night. I don't know what they're going to do. Next night, different The venue? next night or something. Yeah. Bad beat there. We had the Janet Jackson uh, tickets. Is Janet Jackson still big enough to sell out a stadium where, like, where the Falcons play? Is she Taylor Swift big still today? Probably not, huh? I don't know. Got a lot of hits. That's a nice catalog. Oh, I'd go to Janet Jackson in a heartbeat. Okay, yeah. You tell me Janet Jackson sure. in Vegas on a Friday or Saturday? I, you know, I'll, sure, I'm in. Mysterious, right? Got married. No one knew about it. It's like, what? You're married? Who knew? Yeah. Right? But I'll, that's, always like Janet. You, you, I mean, you just can't. They don't have Murray. I mean, you get the gift where he's suspended. And, and, and you're, 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 up, you're comfortable lead the whole way. No, I mean, look, look at the uh, betting God. move yesterday on the game. Yeah. Again, to go, to go that high. It's a joke. And, and then so... so we, bad. They've been so bad defensively at times, too, which surprises oh, me. Well, they this, were terrible hey, in by the way, three. Paul, this is another one where the series has been a clear over. Yes. And last night, I mean, it did get there. And now the adjustment, well, it's sitting at about 232 and a half for game six. But are we going to get a... Uh, suddenly, are we going to get a 105 to 100 game between these two teams? I don't see that taking place. I think we'll continue no, to get... No, the pace has been there, too. It's been a frenetic pace. But to your point that you said Celtics earlier... Celtics weren't great from downtown last night. No, no. But to your point earlier, this is this is out of control. This reminds me of March Madness and call... Protect the lead. What are you doing? Boston up 13 with six minutes. Lose the game. Milwaukee up 12 with five minutes. Lost the game. The Suns are up 15 with five minutes. The Clippers, without their two best players, cut it to two. And, and they had to survive. And and they win last night, yeah. but don't cover. They're up twenty in the fourth quarter, and they and they blow that lead. It's well, ridiculous. And, and so Booker had twenty five in the third quarter. They outscored the Clippers fifty to twenty four in the third quarter. And, I mean, there was you know it got hairy there, but we're talking about which team's going to blow the money line parlay. Almost all of them did last night. Celtics out of the gates. Uh, Nuggets, Wolves, Nuggets easily could have lost the game last night. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Cat fouled out, but he did have. You know, 26 points. Edwards was awesome again. And now that series is set. Phoenix, Denver, Western Conference semis. Odds at DraftKings, Phoenix minus 140. Denver plus 120. I'll ask you this question. Um, I asked you <laughs> off the air. I'll ask you on the air. <laughs> Let's say Joker and Durant cancel it. You always talk about who's the best player in a series. What if those two studs cancel each other out? And it's a, it's a push. I know Murray had 35 last night. Is anybody on Denver close to Booker? Bubble Murray is a fantastic player. He's really good. And Bur- but uh, Booker's playing at a whole nother level right now. Also, it's he's playing the best defense of his career, what he's done thus far in the playoffs. Um, it is certainly, yes, they can go to the finals. They have so much talent, and these guys can just combine for 80 points every game, and, and the minutes don't bother them. Uh, Aiton was fantastic, too. But... You're not going to have anything from the bench? Craig didn't score last night? Didn't Zero score. from Craig. Think about that. Paul, didn't they, score. So they're, they're, the math is going to be a problem every game just because they don't shoot threes and they're the king of the mid-range. And it's going to be a fantastic series. I mean, they're favoring. They don't have home court and it starts Saturday. But uh, after game two, I thought Denver screwed around in much of the games. And they were they were fortunate to get the win to get the win last night. But that's, you know, that's just typical. I mean, people said, boy, uh, a lot of turnovers. He missed free throws. Boy, Joker did not have a good game. That's what people were saying on Twitter. He had 20, 28, 17, and 12. Yeah. <laughs> they, they will nitpick his game till the day. I mean, until he retires. It, yeah. The Suns got 114 points from their starters. Yep. They had 22 from their bench. Yeah. Well, no, it begs the question, though. What if they? What if there's an off night from one of the big, one of the two? Sure. Uh, good luck. Because sure. Chris Paul is inconsistent. Now, I will, okay, if you want to rank the best players in the series, let's go Durant and Joker even as the best player in the series. Booker would be right behind them, then Murray. Then I do think beyond that, though, who's the best player in the series behind Murray? 
I, I think you got to go with a couple of the Nuggets players before you put Chris Paul on the list. Right? Well, Paul was great in game or, or, four, but that yes, he like, said. Where, and where do you, where yep. do you put Aiton overall? Yep. Where does Aiton compare to a Michael Porter who had eight points last night? He had a bad a- game. But Aaron Porter, Gordon, you know? Yep, Porter can go off, right. I, I, those guys, I don't know. Aiton, Aiton can go for 20, and Aiton can maybe be in foul trouble and not give you much. Boy, don't you kind of like Denver in game one at home? It's going to be up in yeah. altitude. Lot, that's that's tricky, man. It's Is there a, a total? I didn't even look. Um, I don't. We don't have a total. We don't have a. The Denver's lane two and a half game one. I saw that. I didn't. I didn't see the total. But dollar uh, forty, dollar forty-five for the series price at various places. Two twenty-six could be okay. It could be a lot of fun, right? Should be a fantastic series, man. We should be here previewing Celtic Sixers. Just a joke. But things could be worse, though. It could be the Minnesota Timberwolves, who gave up five. When you count Kessler, they gave up five first-round picks to win one playoff game and be an eight seed. Now, that's an abomination right there. Well, it, oh, it, that is so bad. It's going to go down. It has to be the worst trade in not NBA history, but you're going to move on from Cat probably, but you give up all this to get Gobert and you won one playoff game. It's a joke. And Kessler was the only other guy. who Gobert for Kessler's a bad trade. No, I, wouldn't, I would not make that trade today. Yeah, I Kessler. Not, Kessler's the only other guy who got votes first place for Rookie yeah, of the Year. I would not have, in back in January, I would have told you I would not do Kessler for Gobert. <laughs> they threw in four picks in January. Four first now, round I, picks. I, I will say, just for a second here, again, this team because of the injuries, the the Nas Reed injury is not getting That's talked fair. about enough. That's it's fair. a massive injury, and this series could have been different with him and McDaniel's for well, sure. But overall, I, from, from the day the trade was made until today, absolute disaster. I don't want to hear about the labor pains. Show me the baby. You won one playoff game, and you gave up five first-round picks. You are supposed to be uh, odds-on, or you're right there, top two choices well, they, to, win, to win the league or win your conference, whatever. And you couldn't. You won one playoff game. Th- their win total was, um, I mean, what, high 40s, low 50s? And realistically speaking, they should have been probably like a 52-53 win team. And they just were battling 500 in, in the inconsistencies that we pointed out yep. during the play-in round a couple of weeks ago. You, you never knew who they, who they were going to beat. They would step up and on the road beat some of the best teams in the league, then at home lose to a 19.5-point dog in Portland who's tanking on purpose. Just, yep. Yeah, no no good. And, and that was very easy to detect. The minute that trade was made, you're like, they gave up how much for who? What? Are you serious here? Yep. Total panic job yep. by them. Well, you can say the same thing about Atlanta, too. They gave up three first-round picks for Murray. Yep. They, they finished 500 on the season, regular season. Yeah. Win some, lose some is up next. And we will start to discuss tonight's playoff slate. Grizzlies up to four, four and a half. Warriors around one and a half or two now on the schedule. All coming up here on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever 
you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. Cannot believe what transpired in Boston. Atlanta money line plus 650. Thought for sure the Celtics would wrap it up before and then with a double-digit lead late. Of course, get ready for the Sixers and let's preview that series and then everything goes wrong down the stretch. Silly turnovers, bad fouls, bad shot selection, and Trey Young from the parking lot. Ben Carroll, rookie of the year, plus 325. That was over uh, early, right? He was a big favorite out of the oh, gates. He was. The, the get go after he got up to a hot start. He was minus 650, I think, in yep. November. Yep. And it was over with. Nats plus 180 beat the Mets. Astros plus 165. Rays suffer their first home loss of the season. Rockies plus 185 surprised the Guardians. The Twins, for the first time since 2001, take the season series from the Yankees. Can you believe it? They finally did it. They exercised the demons. I think hell is freezing That's over. That's right. Finally, yeah, they did. They beat them again last night. It's been a generation. <laughs> That's right. Good God. And Hurricanes Islanders, first period under, a perfect 5-0 for the series. Updated now, BTTS in the NHL playoffs, first period, no, 30-7. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and the videos? Let's go to our friend here who's having a little problem at daycare. I wanted to give you a quick update. Um, Ty is a big humper. He's overstimulated, um, literally humping everyone. Um, and a lot of the dogs did not like it. He is social, but he's more concerned about humping everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick update. <laughs> Um, the, the owner is playing the voicemail on, on with the speaker, and the dog's right next to him. And, and the dog's listening intently to the voicemail about he's getting his report about what's tra- what went on at doggy daycare, and he likes to, you know, get after it a little too aggressive with the other dogs. And he's tilting his head every oh. time the, the person says humpy. And he's I like, will what? never, I will never not get a kick out of that. <laughs> In our mid forties, Paulie, we have this yes. new rescue dog, right? Uh huh. Frankie, Frank, hey, Frank. and he loves to do this. So I will sit there for 11 minutes at a time saying, hey, pal, do you want to go for a ride? And it's like, and then, or or do you want to go outside? And then it's just like back and forth the whole time. Here we go. I just, I can't, I just, I I laugh every single time. Boy, am I an idiot. Yeah. He's tilting his head like, is that I do something wrong? Is that bad? Yeah. Yep. One other, one other, uh, keep the winsome going. Excellent video there. That, that is hilarious. Awesome. How about this? Carmichael Dave, radio host in uh, Sacramento, who's been on the show. Uh, You think the Kings are going to get some national TV games next year? Game four on Sunday, largest audience, first round, NBA, 21 years. Wow. Kings Warriors. Is that? 20, and guess what it was? The the Shaq Kobe Lakers. I was going to say. Think about that. People can't get enough of this series. Largest audience in 21 years for a first-round NBA game. And, and it, if it's the Lakers, I mean, come on. Then the Shaq-Kobe Lakers. They said this on the broadcast yesterday. I couldn't... Uh, I'll get to that in a second. My fault. How about this? But uh, continue with win some. Could you... No, I can't do this. The Mountain Home? Yeah, I don't know where that is, but I mean, that freaked me out. I hope that something goes wrong. It's uh, your, your fish food. That's another thing. I couldn't do that. Yeah, it's a great view, but that... I don't know. Well, you couldn't live there. You couldn't stay there. Like uh, probably both. Oh, 
that's a little freaky, don't you think? Oh, I do that I for a say. night. I do that for a vacation, yeah. Hey, you don't have a problem with it? be great, no. Did you watch the last episode of Succession? Kind of reminds me of that with the setup when they went to the uh, retreat. I won't give anything away. Oh, people are so pissed at you uh, still. Still? From two, three oh, weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. I don't blame them. Why? Oh, t- two days after? you, you... Right. I didn't say I what happened. I don't want to repeat anything here because oh, yeah, I've never yeah. seen the show before. What's three weeks out? That was a major death. It's all right. I mean, like, people aren't going to come down. Across. You're Mr. Double Down again today. Oh, come on. All right, I couldn't do that. Lose some, the Celtics from 10 up to 14. Cover? What? Lost the game. Now, here's the lose some. They mentioned this on the broadcast yesterday. I couldn't believe it. I know Ian sent us a text as well. Chris Felica, who's an Islander fan. Last night was the first time the Islanders led after the first period in their last 25 playoff games. They reached the conference finals in, in that span. Yeah, not that long ago. How unlikely is that? And a good catch that that was offsides and took away the Carolina power. Oh, that was massive. Hole. Yes, it was. It was also big for the first period under, but that I couldn't believe that. 25 straight playoff games, they haven't had a lead at the end of the first period. They've had a hell of an organization. A couple bad beats. Oh, the Rangers did it again. Come on, get the bullpen fixed. $1.30, they led 6-1 in the eighth. 6-1, and they blew it. Cardinals 4-2 in the ninth. Giants with a walk-off. They get beat as well. Lot to bet on the next 30 days. NBA, NHL playoffs. We're getting ready for the second round. Draft tomorrow. Kentucky Derby. You get every play, every host, every guest. Sign up now, $9.99 at vcin.com. Slash subscribe. Let me throw in one more winsome. They caught the guy. They caught the guy who robbed six casinos out here from November on. And uh, they think they got him last night. Apparently, he had, the, he had the same line every time. Put the stacks in the bag, I got a gun. Which kind of reminds me of Home Alone. I remember they would rob the house and then turn the faucet on. Turn the water on. It's like, well, we know all the jobs he did now. Thanks. Uh-huh. But that he would have the same line. And then he would either uh, go in there or back, he would steal a car. And use it as the getaway vehicle, obviously. One time, he actually robbed the casino and took a cab there. And then and took the cab home, or That's out right. left. That's right. And, and the cab driver had no idea. Mm. But he's just like, what? So uh, sick, they got him. So uh, great job by the police department here. Okay, it's a huge night tonight in the NBA. And the point spread movement on this Kings-Warriors game, uh, yet again tonight. It's the late game. It's 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Pacific. Again, Warriors were favored by, a, well, they were actually catching one, one and a half before we knew of any De'Aaron Fox potential injury, that news came out. It ballooned up to Warriors minus four. We found out yesterday De'Aaron Fox is absolutely going to play, according to him. And uh, now Warriors settling back in around a point and a half. I think this could be a very good spot tonight for in-play wagering. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, if he's compromised at all, you might see it right away. If not, then Uh who knows? Right? Just it, you, you, I think you need to watch the game tonight with the eyeball test and find out how he looks. Mm-hmm. And I also think that he's probably going to be okay. Yep. Well, they need something from the supporting cast, though. Not even I'm not even counting Sabonis. He's one of their best players. Well, they'll get it. They're at he home again to. tonight. They'll well, get it. I hope so. I mean, you need Don't a big Don't forget what happened in the first two games, Paul. Not that long ago. Well, yeah, but they're also tied with six minutes left. So, And then Fox took over. I mean, Fox is averaging 31-7. and seven, And he had 38-9-5 and five in the last game. And Murray was awesome. But it'd be nice if you get Herder to show up, who's 3 of 21 from 3 in the series. The other thing is the on-off numbers with Curry. Oh, my God. It's, it, that's another thing. So it can, can Golden State survive when Curry's on the bench? And God forbid if a guy gets in foul trouble, what's going to happen? But give me seven games of this, and you, you might be right with uh, in-play as far as what happens, how is, what does Fox look like, and also maybe with the total as well. I believe the numbers are when Curry is on the bench, they've been outscored 94-56. to 56. Thought it'd be higher than that. When he's on the bench right. in the series. Yeah. I thought the I thought it was too much of an overreaction, though, once it got up to Golden State 4. Yeah, me too. Because it was, you know, he, he said from the get-go he was going to give it a shot. The Knicks can win their first playoff series since 2013. They can wrap up a playoff series on the road for the first time since 1999. And how popular are the Lakers and LeBron? The Knicks are on NBA TV with this kooky schedule today with four games. Here's all you need to know. Mitchell's attempted nine free throws in the series. And the Knicks are rebounding 37% of their own misses. 
How does this happen with two seven-footers? I can't figure it out. But the other thing as well about um, did the, miss, the, the open looks, and can they knock anything down tonight and force a, force a game six? The, the shooting's been horrendous. No bench. Mitchell, three for 15 on open threes. Osman, three for 13 on wide open threes. Garland, four for 13 on open threes. Seven of 12 on wide open looks. Three of the four games in today's NBA, they've been held under 100 points. Yeah. Um, which home team loses tonight? Oh, God. I think people are automatically going to say, yeah. well, based on the numbers, it's going to be the Kings losing at home. However, yeah. you're looking at the one of the worst road teams in the entire league tonight that you're going to have to bank on then for that sure, to happen. It's a tough call. And Memphis has the best home record in the league. So, uh, boy, that's tough. Maybe the Cavaliers do lose. Well, if they, I, I don't think Bickerstaff has any answers. I can tell you that. And, and what how, what they've done with, with the game plan as well. Look at the total Bru- of the game. I know. That's what it should be. It could still be too, too high. I mean, you saw 207 on Sunday. This has been Mitchell a, Robinson what? should not be able to dominate right. the glass like this. Paul, this has been a 12-point move from game one? <laughs> yeah. 12-point move. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe now you finally play the over. And the other game, I, I don't know if 219.5 is a big enough adjustment for Bucks Heat. I agree with you. Every yep. game's been flying over the total. Yep, yep. How good has Josh Hart been? How big was that acquisition? Was such That's an under-the-radar pickup. Absolutely. Yep. Great move. Up next, Rob Stanton covers the Seattle Seahawks and has been screaming from the mountaintops. They're not taking Jalen Carter fifth. Well, guess what? We've seen some odds movement here in the last 12 hours on him. Is follow the money on v Download the DK Horse app now to get on the Kentucky Derby action. All customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code HORSE only on the DK Horse app. Good luck. All right, so we are 36 and a half hours away from the start of the 2023 NFL Draft. And guess what? More odds movement. Surprise, surprise. Happens every year. Uh, the week of and leading up to the actual event. And Rob Stanton does a great job covering the draft, specifically covering the Seattle Seahawks with SeahawksDraftBlog.com. He is kind enough to join us here early the day before the draft. Rob, it's good to talk to you on the show today. How are you? Really good, guys. Pleasure to be here with you. Yep. Before we get into your thoughts overall on Jalen Carter, and you've been super strong with your opinions on this over the past couple of weeks, what did you make of the Will Levis steam yesterday the reddit post going to go number one overall the thought on him going number two overall i i'm so confused with him because people who are really good in this space as well they're saying that he could drop out of the top 10 yeah i think with with will levis i've interviewed will levis i've spoken spoken to people at kentucky about will levis i've spoken to chris rodriguez who was his teammate the running back you only hear really good things and i think something to remember here guys is on nfl.com 28 quarterbacks were graded higher than Patrick Mahomes in the last 10 years. 22 quarterbacks were graded higher than Josh Allen and 20 were graded higher than Justin Herbert. So when we talk about these quarterbacks and who's going to be great and who's going to be bad, do you know what? Sometimes you've just got to get into the right team in the right program with the right quarterback coach, right offensive coordinator and head coach, and you can succeed. And I think if Will Levis goes to someone like Indianapolis, he can succeed with that coaching staff. I think with Carolina, he would succeed there if he goes number one. I personally think he's going to go fourth overall, not first or second. But if he goes to the right place, he's got everything, the mentality, the character, the physical traits to be a really good quarterback. Yeah, that's well said. And and something that people Mm -hmm. usually forget about this time of year is the landing spot is so important for almost all of these players. Okay, so the odds movement I referenced uh, happens to be on Jalen Carter. And yesterday, in fact, Rob, his prop sitting at six and a half. The under was plus 250. Over was around minus $3. Well, you wake up, something happens. He's now uh, minus 195 to go under six and a half. And to go fifth overall, where Seattle is picking, the team that you've covered for a long time here, he's now even money to go fifth. But you're saying it's not going to happen your blog has been awesome on this. Tell people why you're convinced he's not going to the, uh, to the Seahawks at five. My opinion is he will not be taken there. They have spoken 
so much about why they succeeded in the draft last year. The Seahawks widely regarded to have one of the best drafts. And they have said they've put that down to an emphasis on character without compromise. Those two words are very key, without compromise. I'd be really surprised if a year later they do the complete opposite of that and take a huge gamble on Jalen Carter because, look, his talent is unbelievable. 32 out of 32 teams are going to look at Jalen Carter and go, we need that. But there's all of the reports about bad practice habits, about his conditioning, about people at Georgia, you know, not really being that disappointed that he's moving on to the NFL. You've got legal issues. It's a huge quandary for teams. And I think for the teams in the top five, you've got to make a decision. Is the best thing for Jalen Carter to essentially say, do you know what, all of that, that's okay with us. We're going to guarantee you $30 million. You're going to have a rookie mini camp. You're then going to be left to your own devices for a couple of months before training camp. I just don't see the teams in the top five doing that. In particular with the Seahawks, they've had a very similar issue with uh, a player called Malik McDowell, who they drafted yeah. in 2017. And, you know, he never played a down for the Seahawks. So I think there's enough concern there. I think that the coaching staff probably think, give us Jalen Carter, we can work with him. But there's one man who's going to make a big decision, and that is John Schneider, the GM. And he has said numerous times this offseason, they are going to learn from past mistakes. Oh, I was going to ask you about that, because I know we were talking before you came on that according to reports, Carroll likes him. But does Carroll like Carter or his tape? You made a great point. And, and who, who, who wins out there, though? I mean, who, is, it all, is it all Schneider? Is it some input from Carroll? How does that work out once you get there and decide who the pick's going to be? Do you know what? We're going to find out after this draft because a year ago, the, obviously the Russell Wilson trade, there was a lot of speculation because in the past it was always Pete Carroll who had final say. And people wondered whether because that Wilson trade had occurred, there was a big meeting with, with the owner, Jody Allen, uh, at the end of the 2021 season. And people wondered, you know, has John Schneider got a little bit more sway now in that draft room? And it was a very different approach to the draft a year ago. So I think we're going to find out here. I think if it is Jalen Carter, it suggests that Pete Carroll is still got the final say and that he's pushing this. But I think if it's somebody else, I think there's probably more likely to be Will Anderson, if he's there at number five, or Anthony Richardson, the Florida quarterback, then that suggests that maybe John Schneider is the man who's making the ultimate decision. Okay, so what if Will Anderson and, and Wilson are both gone on the defensive line? And then let's say it goes one through four is Bryce Young, Wilson, Anderson, then Levis. And on the board is Jalen Carter and Anthony Richardson. What do the Seahawks do? Personally, I think they would take Anthony Richardson in that point. The, the GM, John Schneider, is a traits-based projectionist. You know, he loved Josh Allen when a lot of people had doubts about Josh Allen. And he didn't have a great completion percentage at Wyoming. He was, he was all about the size, the mobility, the ability to throw it on the run, to get the ball downfield. Schneider loved him so much so that he was willing to trade, reportedly, peak Russell Wilson for the first overall pick to Cleveland to draft Josh Allen in 2018. He really liked Patrick Mahomes. He traded for Charlie Whitehurst. That didn't work out, but he's big, he's strong, he's mobile, he can throw the ball downfield. Anthony Richardson is the type of player that John Schneider has shown interest in in the past. He's got amazing upside. There's been so much connection between Richardson and Seattle during this process. So I think that Will Anderson may be 1A, and I think that Anthony Richardson may be 1B for the Seahawks at number five. Let's right, follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Rob Stanton's our guest, SeahawksDraftBlog.com. It's, it is kind of funny, I have to admit, Rob, because uh, your blog has been so good, and you're pointing out like the history of the Seahawks. All these quotes, they're like, you're, you're saying, they're not taking this guy, yet every single mock draft that I see has Carter going fifth, and I've read a thousand of them. I'm sure you have too, and you're, you probably get, must be pulling your hair out like, what do I got to do to get these people to learn they're not going to take the guy? But what if they do? If they do, I've got to own it. And I think yeah. what we've got to remember here is that people, at this time, the reports that come out, what happens? You go and speak to a team. You maybe speak to a GM or a coach or a scout. What do you think is going to happen in the top five? And they'll go, ah, well, do you know, I think the Seahawks are going to take Jalen Carter. Then you go and speak to another team and they think, ah, do you know, I think they're going to take Jalen Carter. And, and it kind of builds. You've, you've become more confident as a reporter to put out there that this is what you are hearing. Yeah. But ultimately, the only people who know what's going to happen are Pete Cowell, John Schneider, and probably the owner, Jody Allen, who had a meeting with them yesterday. And I think there is a perception, I think it's a wrong perception actually within the league, that Pete Cowell will take on any lost soul. That There is no challenge too big for Pete Cowell. And that people will cite, look, Frank Clark had character issues. 
They traded for Marshawn Lynch. You know, they've worked with difficult people like yeah, the Richard Shermans and people like that in the past. But what we've got to remember about those people is nobody ever questioned their football character. You knew exactly they were going to give you every sinew on that football field. Mm. What's the big question with Jalen Carter? Is he going to turn up and lift? Is he going to go and practice properly, if at all? You know, is he going to give great effort week to week to make sure that he's the best? People compare him to Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is the biggest competitor on the defensive line in the NFL. Is Jalen Carter prepared to put himself into a position where he's the biggest competitor, you know, Monday to Saturday, not just on a Sunday? He needs to do that to, to make the most of his talent. And that is something that I think might be a little bit of issue there. Carroll's catchphrase is always compete. Does Jalen Carter fit that mantra? I think it's debatable. Mm. Mm. So let's, again, assume here that Anderson's gone and Carter and Richardson are both there, but they don't take either one of those players. Who would be the wild card, I guess? Well, look, Devin Witherspoon is, is right up their street in terms of a competitor. This is a guy who was in the JUCO ranks, has gone to Illinois, is a no-star recruit. He has turned himself into a terrific player. He's probably the most violent player in the draft. So if you were going to go for a complete wild card... I think that he could be an option. You know, where's C.J. Stroud going to go? Nobody seems to know. If he's not going to to Houston, if he's not going to Indianapolis at four, you know, do the Seahawks take C.J. Stroud mm. and just sort of have him there and working behind Geno Smith for a year or two? You know, I think they're probably the two players that I would focus on. Uh, there's a lot of Seahawks fans that would probably joke Bijan Robinson because of Carroll's and Schneider's uh, <laughs> desire to always draft running backs early. But I, I don't think that's very likely given that they have Ken Walker. So, I think probably C.J. Stroud and Devin Witherspoon are the two to keep an eye on. Okay, fair, fair enough. And, Rob, we only have like 30 seconds here. With the 20th pick, uh, I, you know, I've read everything, but offensive line, tight end, wide receiver, what position do you think they go with? Well, if they take a quarterback first, I think it's going to be a pass rusher, and I think Will McDonald is somebody to keep an eye on there. He's right up their street, exactly the kind of competitor, edge rusher that they love, so I think he's an option. If a good tight end's there, maybe they go for the value. I really, I think those are the two positions that I look at. A lot of people saying receiver. I'm not sure they're going to take a receiver at number 20. I think they will look at different areas there. But if they take a quarterback first, D-line, centers an option as well. Keep an eye on the two centers, John Michael Schmitz and Joe Tittman. Very good. Follow him on Twitter. He is at, uh, at Rob Stanton, and it's uh, Seahawks, SeahawksDraftBlog.com. Great spot today, Rob. Thanks so much for the time. Yes. We really appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Anytime. Yep. Be good. Thank you. Okay, more draft nuggets coming up next. Could the Eagles be trading up? And I don't mean to six or seven. I mean, like, up, up in the draft. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Almost there. Draft tomorrow. VSEN has everything you need. To bet it at vcin.com slash draft. Five tips for betting the NFL draft. Matt Eumann's mock. Lombardi gives his draft analysis as well. vcin.com slash draft is updated daily. Get the latest predictions, props, best bets. Check it out today. vcin.com slash draft. So for those of you who can uh, watch or listen to this show only for, you know, a segment at a time, a few minutes here or there early on, what happened yesterday in the last half hour of the show was absolute chaos because that's when, when we were live on the air, that's when this Reddit post took place and the eventual steam happened with Will Levis to go number one overall when there was a Reddit user who said uh, plus 4,000 right now or 40 to one on Levis to go number one, not going to last because he's telling friends and family he's going number one overall. And then it was just, okay, what do we make of this, right? But that's how delicate the betting market is i mean it's just like anything like that's going to throw it for a loop right because you won't even take that big of a bet and these numbers are going to go flying off the board or they're going to change course and we didn't know at the end of the show like okay is there something to this does it does he go to like minus a thousand today or does it start to come back do we all like keep our senses and it it goes back to where it was and that's the latter is what happened yep well why not you know, points bet got down to plus 195 in that, 175 in that range. Could you believe that? Do you know what they had on the, Young? I did not see I will that. say that I took some Young here to go second yeah. overall when this was happening because I didn't know. I mean, I'm yeah. just like, I want to protect myself here, yeah. but... Now, now it's my turn. I get the cabana if this if the miracle happens. What's now, the miracle for you? Levis Young. Oh, Levis Young? If Levis Young happens. So it's not going to happen, but the, there was about a two-minute window where you thought, oh, hey, maybe, why not? And if it does come in, and it's like, okay, now we're, we're cooking here. But you know, for the guy to do... Now, what if someone comes out today and says, listen, Will Anderson is my cousin. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm hearing that this is... You know what I'm saying? Oh, Will Paul. the markets go crazy again? But when you look at it and you follow the thread, it's like, yeah, it's, you know, whatever. We're 48 hours out. It's making sense. Why not? It's like, hey, Mary, you know, here, uh, Merry Christmas. Here you go. He's telling all his friends and family he's going number one. The reason Young canceled all his workouts was Carolina said, nope, we're not going to go with you. And the Texan says, yes, we're absolutely going to take you too. I don't know. Why not? It was worth a shot. But it, it, it's appeared to be a hoax. And uh, uh, once you further went down the thread of what the guy posted, so, you know, win some, lose some. So here's what I tweeted on Saturday night, uh, about 6 o'clock Pacific time. I asked the question, pretend for a second, that Carolina has now made up their mind on Bryce Young. I said, which player picks up steam this weekend slash Monday morning with rumors to go number one overall? I knew something like this was going to happen. I just, I had, because it happens every single year. Like it was too concrete, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That because the Panthers had not announced they're going to go Bryce Young. Hell, they still haven't. I just, in the back of my mind, I'm like, something, it will happen this week. Yeah. And whether there's anything to it, I don't know. Can I, can I stop you there? Yeah. Why are we doing this? Is it all Goodell? Remember the first time we used to work together? It was we we knew we knew who the picks were before the draft even started. Right. We knew like what's the secrecy? Right. You have the pick, you traded. Who are you taking? Number. What's the big secret? The one year Mario Williams that came out a day before the draft. It did. Houston's like that yeah, done deal. We're taking him. What? The, you didn't want Reggie Bush and the Williams thing. And that's when there was one year 
where I think it, it, it was Schefter, and we knew who the top three picks in the draft were, and we were we were uh, twelve to twenty hours out before the draft even started. Yeah, I I'm, I think maybe the NFL has said, "Look, guys, we can." Because remember, they they told reporters Don't over tip the years, the picks. "Do yeah. not, you're not allowed to do it on Twitter." Yes, because Twitter was a half an hour of the actual TV coverage for many many years, and Twitter was the best spot to actually get the draft info. Um, but they, he must have said you cannot announce this stuff because what is the big deal, right? Because Frank Reich talked to the media yesterday. Yeah, come on already. And he's like, yeah, I walked in. It was like, a, you know, kind of like a proposal almost is what he said. And like, do you know? Yeah, we know. Well, then just tell us. Say who it is. Who cares at this point? But evidently, that must be a league mandate where it's like, yeah, don't spoil the fun for Thursday night. Yeah. Which, I, I don't know. I mean. Cut it out. So, I don't think Levis is going to go. That's not going to happen. I also, as long as the Texans keep number two, Levis is not going second overall. No, yeah, you're right. I, yeah, that that all that steam was apparently wrong. I think it's going to be wrong. And I yeah. tell you, Paul, I, I I really wish the draft was tonight yeah. because I'm, I'm getting a little. I, I've taken in too much content, and the people who do this for an absolute living, like they live and breathe the draft, and they're great at it with the uh, mocks and everything. There, I think they've had enough because I'm watching. I watched. One of the 90-minute podcasts that I watched yesterday with Josh Norris and the guys from Underdog, and they're sensational on this, right? And I think Josh set a record for most accurate picks last year in the first round. He tweeted out last night, he's like, the more I hear, the less I know. Yeah. And he also brought this up. What if the Eagles were to trade up from number 10? And he's not talking about like going to number 6 or number 7. He brought up, why not go to number 3? Because they have other pieces that would make sense. And the number one player, according to, I think, several reports, the number one player on the Eagles draft board, or big board, is Will Anderson. So, potentially to trade up that high, Howie Roseman... I like it. ...has been like the architect of 40 draft day trades in the past uh-huh. 10 years. Wow. 40. That'd be and, juicy. Well, that, the whole thing, to his point, though, you have guys who do this and working with teams say it's a bad draft... Uh, it, the, a lot of unknowns, but there's only like one 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 GM said I only have a first round grade on 15 guys. I know. Think about that. So for think, a yeah, that's right. Think about that. Mm-hmm. So when you go back and look at overall, like the guys that they have on the defensive line, Brandon Graham's 35 years old, Fletcher Cox is 32. Yeah. They have other guys who are good and talented who play around that position. But if they love Will Anderson, a guy that's done 40 draft day trades in 10 years, I don't, maybe maybe there's yeah. maybe he's onto something there. Well. And who knows if hell breaks loose uh, today? You know, it did yesterday. You, you, what happened years ago with Baker Mayfield? You even saw this last night. The Jalen Carter prop is completely flipped. Mm-hmm. It's off the board at William Hill. Well, he was seven and a half, and then at other spots he was six and a half over two dollars, and now it's six and a half under two dollars, and then maybe heavier juice than that. And then some places took it off the board, like they did the number one pick. Uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and the uh, I also see Anthony Richardson over four and a half minus three thirty. At la- uh, last check, so rest assured, something will also happen today. But this is uh, this has been wild. Albert Breer, SI, sent out his last mock draft earlier this morning. He only has four quarterbacks in the top. Oh come on, thirty-one. Come on now. No, he that, doesn't. That, now that's one that's gone. That is now over two dollars. It wasn't that long ago, over, it was plus 180. Now over four and a half quarterbacks is $2. Yeah, he's not, he doesn't have Hinton Hooker in his, in his first uh, round. That's surprising. I think he's going to be wrong on that. You think so? Yes. Uh, okay, so where do you think all, like, give me a pick. Well, that's all Hooker. Who else could, that's, that's all Hooker steam. I mean, no, no, I know. The, I, I'm, what I'm asking the, is here, yeah. give, give me a number when all these quarterbacks are going to be gone. Because I'm, well, I'm absolutely convinced one or two of these quarterbacks are going to drop. And I, in fact, I'm close to betting one of them to. Well, what's drop? How far? What are we out of top fifteen? What's what's your definition? Will Levis out of the top ten? That'd be a big surprise. Okay, yeah. I'm very tempted to bet him over four and a half plus three eighty five this morning. Very yeah. tempted. Okay. I can't quite pull the trigger yet, but I. Well, if it's not, well, who do the Colts take then? Could it be Stroud. Yeah. Uh, okay. It could be. He start. He saw some movement on him now. That could be. At DraftKings, the second quarterback selected, Levis is 275. Yep. 
But they, they've been playing games with this the last couple of days here. But uh, suddenly there's been a little bit of a, a push for Stroud. And for what it's worth, Breer has Levis going 12th overall to the Texans and Richardson dropping at number 19 to the Buccaneers. That's a big drop. I, I just, I think that... Wow. Oh. It, it could go, again, young one, defensive player number two. I, honestly, who the hell knows again with the Cardinals at number three. Paris Johnson is now plus 275 to go third overall. Now, so, how, there's another one. Yeah, he's he's nine and a half under three dollars. And then oh, the, the, the the hype and the love to Arizona. That DraftKings um Richard yesterday Richardson was the favorite to go to Seattle at five. So this is Yep. I, I'd be surprised if they went Richardson at five. I, I you're right. Could Paris Johnson even go to three? That's, right. Arizona loves him, and that's that's Kyle Kyler Murphy is going to bat for the guy. Yep. And, now, and and they they went against him in the last couple of years when he wanted a line. Sure. So it makes him sense they could actually finally listen to him and get him some protection. Um if the Colts don't take Will Levis at number four, I where is he gonna go? Because we've heard for a long time that they have Levis ahead of Stroud. What if they don't? He can go to Houston at twelve. That's what I'm saying. Like that's probably the earliest he might that, well, or the Titans or at 11. Yeah, someone could trade too, but yep. that's, yeah. This is from uh, the Real Josh 05 on Twitter. Carolina knows who they're going to take, and they're still going to take the whole time on the clock. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I would fine them if that happens. <laughs> if you go over four minutes, you're docked $100,000. Oh, boy. Yeah, I wish it was tonight. I wish the draft started in 10 minutes, to be honest. Uh, up next, tonight's playoff schedule is so good, it's going to make you want to call in sick tomorrow here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.